Hello everyone, I'm Bella. And I'm Olivia. And we are prevention educators for New Directions, the Domestic Violence Shelter and Rape Crisis Center of Knox County. You're listening to our podcast, Table Talks. We hope that listening to this podcast gives you an inside look into the world of domestic violence and sexual assault. Throughout this series, you will hear from individuals from all walks of life, from preventionists and advocates to survivors themselves and many other allies. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the podcast. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Table Talks. Today, we're going to be mixing it up just a little bit, and we're going to be talking about a program that Olivia and I are actually in the process of getting certified to train, and that is Sources of Strength. Yeah, and Sources of Strength is a radically strength-based upstream suicide prevention programming, and that's all really important to know who Sources of Strength is, what Sources of Strength does, and why they do the things that they do the way that they do. And Sources of Strength is actually really interesting because for being a suicide prevention programming, there's not a lot of talk about suicide exactly Mm -hmm. because the conversations are more so about what helps and about resilience and about just strengths and uplifting things. Yeah. So I think where we're going to get started today, I mean, we could honestly, we could probably do multiple episodes on Sources of Strength. We just might. (laughs) Um, But I think we're going to start out with kind of the basics, which is going over the Sources of Strength wheel. Um, So basically, if any of you Googled just Sources of Strength wheel, this would pop up. Um, It's fairly common. I believe there's many different versions. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to be talking about the most up-to-date version. So really quickly, I'll just read through all of the quadrants. Each quadrant represents um, like a a part of someone's life to build strength in. Yeah. And it also helps individuals to know who they can turn to, who they can talk to, or even just have different outlets on how to cope with different situations in life, for instance. Mm -hmm. And I think what's so cool about this is I remember seeing this for the first time and I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) there's so many quadrants, like, and even, and I can't speak for you, Liv, but like looking at this, there's quadrants that I'm not that strong in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important to note that you don't have to be super strong in every single one of these, but to have a few here and there that you're strong in or that you're you're getting stronger in that's that's what matters right so first should i just read through them and then we'll kind of go through them more in depth as we move on okay so the first one is mental health then there is family support positive friends mentors healthy activities generosity spirituality and physical health yeah and bear with us we might be jumping around a little bit as Mm -hmm. we go through each of these components but what i'm looking at first is mental health like bella said and when we're looking at this we want to make sure that we are getting the support that we need so with this you want to look to people who are 
either really important in your life or people you can turn to just to talk and to let things out and to vent because we all have struggles in life Mm -hmm. but we find that when we have people that are uplifting or we're able to focus on our mental health we're able to not only open up but we're able to also find ways to cope or find ways to be okay yeah so this could be a trusted adult this could be a counselor this could be a doctor just somebody in your life who you can talk to about the internal struggles that you may be facing. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one we are going to go over is family support. So kind of actually tag teaming a little bit of what Olivia was talking about. This is just talking about those different support systems that someone might have in their life. And when we're talking about family support, family doesn't always mean blood, right? Um, You know, I've got some people, and Liv, I think I can speak for you, we've both got people that we consider to be family that aren't necessarily blood-related. Yeah. Um, so this can be, you know, close friends. This can be coworkers if you have that type of relationship. Um, you know, cousins, siblings, aunts, uncles, anybody that you could possibly think of that's kind of, that plays a family role for you. Mm-hmm. And having support from those individuals that can make such a big difference uh, in somebody's life. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is positive friends. And this is actually a spinoff of family support even. So like Bella just mentioned, this could be people who are in your life that are blood related. These could be people who are just your friends, but people who are uplifting, people who make you laugh, people who see when you're having a hard time that you either need to talk or you either need to get out and do things so just having Mm -hmm. people in your life to be uplifting but also having people you enjoy being around so when you're in those moments where everything in the world just feels heavy there's someone who says hey can I walk with you or hey Mm -hmm. can I carry that with you you know yeah and I think it's important too with like family support and positive friends and I like how these are so interchangeable like Mm -hmm. for example I have family that are are friends you know they're not blood related but I also have friends that are family does that make sense like some of my cousins are my best friends Mm -hmm. um and something that's important to remember with these two is I think oftentimes when we're dealing with hardships you know whether that be you know negative friendships or negative family relationships or struggles with our jobs or just anything that we're dealing with personally I think that we may sometimes feel like a burden, Hmm. you know, of, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to bring so-and-so into this because it's, it's not their burden to carry. I don't, they have their own stuff going on. And, you know, while that is true that that other person might have other stuff going on, um, just sometimes being there with that person, not having to do anything, you know, life-altering gestures or anything like that but even just sitting in a room with someone Mm. that you also know is having a difficult time you know having your feelings together yeah so just I know it's hard but you know you're never a burden no matter what is is going on you're never a burden to the people that love you yeah and then the next one we are going to talk about is mentors and I'm actually going to read the definition for this one because I actually really like it and it says a mentor is an experienced person who shares their insight to help guide us and help us draw on our own strengths to be the best version of ourselves so 
think of people in your life that you have either looked up to or think of people that it could even be a best friend for mm-hmm. instance somebody you just really get along with and you say like hey I want some of that what they have gone on whether that's a strength whether that's joy whether that's just happiness in their life just turning to somebody who one not only uplifts you but when you look to them you say like hey you know what you got going on in your life you're doing something even when you're going through hard times to mm-hmm. figure out how to manage those feelings or figure out how to utilize those strengths and I don't know maybe we might not be strong in all of these but mm-hmm. using what we are strong in to uplift other people or to uplift some of these other strengths is really important yeah. but just finding that person who helps to guide you yeah for sure and that one too like personally that's one that I feel like I could stand to grow in um, you know, when we were going through the training and they, they talked about mentors, like that's, that's one that I kind of struggled with if I'm being honest. Um, but that just goes to show we don't have to be strong in every single one of these. Right. Yeah. But that also, that's just room for growth yeah. and room to build more strength moving exactly. forward. So the next one we have is healthy activities. And I think this might be one of my favorite ones just because you can make it so individualized Mm -hmm. to you and what you like. Um, So healthy activities are, what are the things that we do when we feel stressed? So these can be social things, physical or emotional things that help us unwind to lift our mood and to also gain clarity. So examples of healthy activities might be like, maybe you're super into art like whether that's writing, drawing, painting, um, if that's something that helps bring you clarity or helps, you know, process maybe some negative feelings that you're having, that is such a cool, healthy activity to have. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like going and if you, if going and hanging out with your friends after a long day, you know, brings you comfort and clarity and, and, you know, helps, helps rebuild the, those positive feelings. That's also a great healthy activity to have. So, quite literally anything anything that that just helps helps restore those good feelings helps kind of move past those negative thoughts uh would be considered a healthy activity so like for me for example um a big one for me is my cat Mm. (laughs) he's an absolute wild child I don't know where he gets that from (laughs) um but he's a character and like I can be having the the hardest day. Um, I can be in the worst mood and I come home and he just, he, I, I can't even explain it. Like he just, he always makes me laugh um, yeah. and playing with him and just even, even if he's just sitting on my lap, sleeping next to me, um, that always makes me feel good. That's good. Do you have any healthy activities? Uh, for me, I would say walking is one of my mm. healthy activities. Yeah. Like I love being outside in nature and walking my dog, but I think also just being able to be outside and turn off like my phone and to not be an air computer and really just enjoy being in the moment. And I love walking with other people mm-hmm. too. So that would be my healthy activity. And I also think healthy activities is really interesting because depending on where you live, there's different seasons and whatnot. Yeah. So healthy activities are always changing and adapting. So really find what works best for you, but also don't be afraid to try new things. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
And then next we are going to talk about generosity, which is really actually interesting to me because it looks different in many ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when a lot of people hear generosity, it's, oh, maybe like donating money to somewhere or something. But generosity could be donating your time, just being kind to other people, maybe doing an act of kindness and writing a note to somebody or even writing a note to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, being generous. For sure to other people is really important but really being generous to yourself too is vital whether that's finding things you like about yourselves or finding things you like to do with yourself you know Mm. be generous with how you think about yourself and how you treat yourself yeah and just kindness in small ways or big ways can be really impactful whether you're being generous to somebody else or generous to yourself yeah and I I think too like I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm a big, I feel like, advocate. And you've you've helped me with this, like, giving grace Mm. and generosity to yourself. Yeah. Um, So I definitely think that that's extremely important. But it's also so cool to see, um, and I know none of you can verbally answer back, um, but just has there ever been a time where you've totally you've you've just done something for someone out of the kindness of your own heart and like if so how did that make you feel Mm -hmm. and also how do you think that made the other person feel yeah like I have this memory of I think you and I had we'd I think we'd just gotten out of a school presentation or something and it was a (laughs) we were having like a an off day like things just weren't happening for us Mm -hmm. like you know you win some you lose some and we went, we were like, you know what, we're going to go through Duncan mm-hmm. because Duncan makes everyone's problems better, right? It does. <laughs> and we got to the window where we would pay and the person in front of us had paid for our food. Mm-hmm. And I remember that just being such a, like such a small gesture, right? But it meant so much more than that. Yeah, it meant so much more. And yeah. like... That would I I would even say was kind of a pivotal moment for us in that day that we had. So next we're going to take a look at spirituality. And again, I'm going to read this definition off because I like it. So spirituality is practice in many ways, but at its core, we consider what gives us a sense of purpose and connection in our spirit. Thankfulness is a profound way to practice spirituality together, no matter what our cultural heritage and spiritual tradition is. Hmm. So... For many people, spirituality is felt in different ways, whether that's through religion, whether that's through nature, whether that's through meditation. So with this one, find what works best for you and find where you feel connection, because I think that's the biggest thing with spirituality and thankfulness too. And I know we were just talking about generosity and how we went through Duncan and the person who paid for us made us feel like so thankful. So maybe for that person, being generous is their spirituality. Yeah. So just finding what really fits, but also what really makes you feel connection in the deepest way. Because that's different for everybody. Yeah. And I, I, I remember talking about spirituality in our training. And the first thing that popped into my head was religion. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to hear all the different ways. Yeah you know that that spirituality exists um and if you think about it spirituality is really a relationship yeah for sure so the last section we're going to be talking about is physical health 
And when I think of physical health, I kind of think it tag teams healthy activities as yeah, well. I would agree. Yeah, just because with physical health, we're talking about those things physically that keep us healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't have to necessarily mean exercise. So drinking enough water uh, is an example of physical health. Getting enough sleep mm-hmm. is considered physical health. Even, you know, if you go and do counseling or anything of, of that nature, that can also be considered physical health because, yeah. you know, if we know anything, it's that mental health does kind of affect your physical health as well and vice versa. So with physical health, you can do anything like maybe you really love working out. Maybe you, you know, you go to the gym Every day is your kind of as your as your healthy activity, your healthy physical activity, just to kind of decompress and uh, get your mind off some things or even process what's going on in your life. Uh, maybe it's walking, like you know you had mentioned walking, Olivia, yeah. and I love um, after getting home from work, going and just walking this trail by my house. You know, just the cars passing by, mm-hmm. being out on a nice day. Or maybe physical health is training your brain. Maybe it's yeah. playing a game on your phone that's a brain game or mm-hmm. reading a book or, you know, just learning new knowledge is physical health for you. Yeah, exactly. So really just finding what physical health means to you. Mm-hmm. And I know the first time we did this when we were in the training and they were talking about like drinking more water or going for walks. I was like, huh, those are some things I don't think about until I have to think about yeah. it, like until I'm dehydrated, for instance. <laughs> Me too. So really just paying attention to what physical health is mm-hmm. and what that really means, but also how physical health can affect you, but also can uplift you in a way, too. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thanks for helping me out with that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think... That's our strength wheel right there. That's our strength wheel uh, for today. Mm -hmm. So I think this is where we're going to wrap up. And I think Sources of Strength is definitely a really great program. Mm -hmm. And it's got some really great information as well. Um, So I'm sure that this will not be our last podcast on Sources. But that's all we have for everyone today. If you have any questions or any uh, comments about anything you've heard on today's episode, feel free to reach out to us via email or our 24-7 hotline number. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you.